0: do a little twist on you. I am talking about the covenant of Abraham for, righteous, for right. what faith is for righteousness sake. But tonight I'm going to make a little twist on you tonight and talk about the power or the ability you and I have through the Holy Spirit. The power or the ability through the working of the Holy Spirit. The power are the ability that we have through the working. Notice I said, through the working of the Holy Spirit. Amen? And <clears throat> this is something that the the Holy Spirit, you know, been prompting me for several days, and I was sitting over there, and he prompted me again. And so uh, I just led in the Spirit just to go ahead on and and let's just get, let's just get going at it. Amen. And so, ah, uh, and so I'm going to, <coughs> excuse me, I'm going to open up here in Acts chapter nine. I'm being, I'm following him in Acts chapter nine. And this, and when we talk about the power or the ability of the Holy Spirit it is there to teach us. He's, the Bible said he's our God, right? He's our teacher. He's our intercessor. I mean, in actuality, it's Jesus himself interceding uh, for us through the power of the Holy Ghost. Did you understand that? Yeah. And that's the reason one of the, the major benefits of praying in other tongues. When you pray in the Spirit, notice this. When you pray in the Spirit, you are being edified. You are being strengthened. Not your spirit. Your inner man is being strengthened. See, the Holy Spirit affects your soul. It is the teacher. It is the guide. It is the way that he is revealing to you Notice this, he assists you, not do it for you. Let me say that to you again. He assists you and I, but he won't do it for us. Amen? So here, let's look here at at Saul's conversion, using the Apostle Paul tonight as our object lesson of how the Holy Ghost, uh, uh, through Jesus, ministered to him. And so notice this, it says, And Saul, yet breathing out and threatening and slaughtered against the disciples of the Lord, he went unto the high priest, next verse, and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogue, that if he found any in this way, what way? The way of the Lord, whether they be, were men or women, He might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Are you getting this? He's upset because Stephen brought great conviction upon him. He gave the consent of Stephen's death in the seventh chapter. And yet at the same time, Stephen said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. And he heard that. That never left Saul, and I'll show you in just a moment. Watch this. Verse 3. And as he journeyed, he came near to Damascus, and suddenly there shone round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecuted thou me? Now, this is Jesus speaking. Now, he's in the spirit. Okay? Okay? So the Holy Ghost is speaking through the Lord Jesus Christ. Watch this. And he said, who art thou, Lord? And what it's saying here, Paul or Saul thought he knew the Lord. Because what he was doing, persecuting the church, threatening the church, uh, it didn't go this way. And yet he really, he would firmly believe that this was of the Lord. And that's why, you know, in his later letters, he said, I persecuted the church. I blasphemed the church, but I did it ignorantly. See, why? Because he had no knowledge, no understanding of the life that Stephen had. Amen. And the other believers at that time. And notice this. And he said, I am Jesus whom thou persecuted. Notice Jesus didn't say, talked about the body of Christ, say, I am Jesus whom thou, I am. I am. In other words, Paul knows that I am. He knows who that is. Now he's getting a witness of knowing that this is the same God that wrote in stone the commandments. Are y'all getting this? Yeah. Because he heard, I am. That's what he heard. I am Jesus whom thou persecute. Because remember, he asked, who art thou, Lord? Meaning, I thought I knew you. I thought I was in the way that you wanted me to go. I was trained this way. I was taught in this way. Now my whole life is being turned upside down. Who are you? Uh, I tell you what, we have not witnessed the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost like we are going to. Are you hearing what I'm saying here? Oh, my God. He said, I am Jesus whom thou persecuted. It is hard for thee to kick against the prick. In other words, it's hard for you to kick against my way. You can kill all these people you want, but you will not be able to stop the kingdom of God. Next verse, case. And he trembling, astonished, said, Lord, look at this. What will thou have me to do? Now, remember, he's already set to go in one direction. And the Lord said to him, Arise, go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. Whoa. Can you see that? He, look, he's not seeing, but he's hearing a voice. The blindness. The, the glory of the light of the Lord Jesus has caused blindness. So he's caught up into the third heaven. Watch this. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. So not only did he hear, but those who were with him heard. Right? And Saul rose from the earth, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no man. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. That's the same men that was with him. Okay? Watch this. And he was there, and how, how long was he there? Three days without what? Sight, neither did he eat nor drink. He was caught up in the glory. When you and I fully uh, comply to the leading of the Holy Spirit, great dynamics will take place in your life. Unexplainable. Life for you will be in a lane that you never thought was possible. Are y'all following me? Next verse case. And there was a certain disciple. Now watch this. At Damascus named Ananias. And to him, the Lord, and to him said the Lord in a vision. Now he's speaking to Ananias in a vision. Huh? Huh? Ananias, and he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. At least Ananias know who the Lord is. Right? Next verse. And the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the street, which is called straight, and inquire in the house of Judah. What is he doing? He's giving him direction. Hmm. One of the responsibility of the Holy Ghost is to lead us. It is your number one witness of all the manifestation of God's uh, uh, gifts of the Holy Spirit. You will be led, uh, Romans 8, 14 says, for as many as are led by the Spirit. Let's put that up just for a moment, Casey. Put that up there for a moment. Romans, what did I say? Romans eight fourteen. For as many... As are what? Led by the Spirit of God. What are they? They're the sons of God. See? That's one thing about the Holy Spirit. He's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. Huh? Look at this just for a moment. Put this up here. John chapter 14. And look at verse uh, 16. John 14, 16. And put this uh, in the Classic Amplified. I will ask the Father and he will give you another comforter. That means he will give you another way of me being expressive to you. Huh? He will give you another comforter and notice what he will do. Number one, he will counsel you. What does a counselor do? It guides you. Right? In the way that you should go. Right? A helper. What a helper does. He help. Right? And I said that he helped. He by that right by your side. When you need something, the helper is what? Right there. Getting it. Sometimes the helper know what you need before you say. It. When you walk with each other long enough, when you work with each other long enough, you'll know exactly what they need before they even say it. Depending on the job, you, that helper will have all the tools, everything is needed right there to make sure that the job gets done, speeded. You don't have to ask. Because, see, he's been with that person long enough. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I'm trying to tell you the Holy Ghost. The moment you got born again, the more time you spend with God, the more time you hear the word, the more time you feed on the word, the more time you meditate upon the word, the Holy Spirit will already have everything that you have need of to fulfill the will of God and how he's leading you. Yes, sir. Amen. Why? Because that's what the Holy Spirit does. He's a helper. See, because your hunger, because of your thirst after righteousness, well, guess what? He revealed. And you caught it. See, it takes many times. You don't even know when you're in the Spirit. Sometimes, some days will look like you just, you thinking you're just walking along in the night. And I'm just telling you. God will amaze you if you just, if you just take notice. <clears throat> Some of you are walking, are walking more by the Spirit of God than you realize because, see, we're looking for something, how do you say that, spectacular. You know, and you, and you miss out on the supernatural. The supernatural is walking in the realm of the spirit or walking in the realm of that new creation that you are born of the spirit. Amen? Can y'all see that? So he's a helper. What else he is? He's the intercessor. That's Jesus himself. Interceding the Holy Spirit, that's the Holy, the Spirit of Christ interceding on your behalf. Oh, suck it, shook it now. That's what he's doing. What, do you, what does an intercessor do? One that go or stand in the gap for Another. So Jesus is standing before the Father, seated at the right hand of the Father. Doing what? He's making intercession for you and I. The, the life he gave, his life he gave, that you're going to get it. The eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. That's Ephesians 4. 18. I mean, uh, not Ephesians 4.18. Uh, Ephesians 1.18. That the eyes of your understanding is being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope. That means what is he expecting of you? His intercession is so that you could see, so that you could perceive, so that you can comprehend this is the way of the Lord. <clears throat> oh. It's present. It's in here right now. Don't stop. Don't stop. Keep going. So you see, he's an intercessor. The Holy Spirit is interceding on your and my behalf. What is he interceding? The will of God. One in the eyes of you. On put. Let's see, Casey. Can you remember these these scriptures? Huh? Y'all remember these scriptures? Okay. All this is being led. Go, go to Ephesians 1 and look at verse 18. Well, let's, let, let's, let's back it up to verse 17 first. For I always pray to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ. See that? The Lord, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, the Father of manifestations. The father of goodness. That he may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight. Into mysteries and secrets. That's why the Holy Ghost is interceding for you and I. That you may see that you may have insight into mysteries. Not hidden from you, but hidden for you. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? That's a different, not hidden from you, but they're hidden for you. It's a mystery. That's why you, that's why you say, I pray to the God of our, uh, to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, that he may give you a spirit of wisdom. See, wisdom is applied by knowledge, by understanding. The more understanding, so how does faith come? By hearing. So, the more you hear about the voice of the Holy Spirit, about the ability of the Holy Spirit at work in you and I, faith will come. It will come. You keep hearing and hearing and hearing, and then all of a sudden, this is what it means in the Greek. So, then faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by understanding. The more you understand, the more you hear, the more understanding you get, the more understanding you have, the more wisdom you can apply. Oh, glory. That's worth you coming out tonight. Huh? That he may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation, notice this, of insight into mysteries and secret in the deep and intimate knowledge of Him. The only one that can give you that is the Holy Ghost. Did you see it? Look at it again. That He may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation, of insight and mysteries and secret in the deep, intimate knowledge of Him that means something could be a mystery to us oh but when you but when he make known to you his ways it's not a mystery no more it's a revealer you got revelation knowledge when others are afraid and fearful you'll say no it's going to be okay you got that rest upon you why because you got insight you know your father won't let you be destroyed like he told Abraham. Abraham said, would you allow the righteous to be destroyed with the wicked? <laughs> I'm finna make a statement to y'all. This is either gonna add some hair to your head or comb it another direction. <laughs> I should look how she's looking. Oh, glory. Watch this. <clears throat> when God spoke to Abraham, he said, should I hide this from my friend Abraham? Because I'm in covenant with him. okay This thing that's happening over there, Abraham got a relative. And And so what God, so when God made known to Abraham and Abraham said, will you destroy the wicked with the righteous? This is what Abraham, this, he, he's in covenant. Now he it's imputed to him. You were made righteous. It was imputed to him, meaning until it's good, until Jesus himself. Actually go through the death. Present himself as that lamb. Glory to God. You and I were made righteous. Through the finished work of Christ. It was imputed to Abraham. Because he believed. And God said. Abraham said. Will you. Not destroy for fifty sake. Huh. He's a mere man. We could say the same thing, Darrell. Lord, would you not destroy? Because if something coming up on your land, something coming in your house, something coming in your area, he uh he he gotta let you know. He got to let you know. <laughs> Am I'm talking to the right crowd tonight. That worth 10 pies of French dark roast coffee. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> now, did y'all get what I said? He got to let you know. But remember, you got to be in covenant. You have to be living out, walking out your covenant in your covenant walk, in your covenant right. That's what grace did. Grace made provision for you to partake in this covenant right. You got a right to this because I did this, Jesus said. Right? So he have to inform you and I what's taking place so that the intercessor on the inside of us can reveal how we stand. Amen? Amen. That's what it mean by grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight into mysteries and secret in the deep, intimate knowledge of him. You got to understand he's not about destroying. He's not about destruction. Uh, he's not about hate. He's not about poverty. Huh? So therefore, he's going to come talk to you and I. He said, should I hide this from my friend Abraham? Well, Romans 8, 16 says, we read verse 14 says that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And then verse 16 said, and we are heirs of God. And verse 17, and joint heir with Christ. Did he not reveal to Jesus what death he must die? Huh? Are y'all getting what I'm saying? I mean, just think about this for a moment. Don't mind me. Just keep listening. Just think about this. God put his best on the line for you and I. If he went and talked to Abraham about what he was going to do and Abraham had the power or the ability to stop it. What that say about you and I? Oh, he going a little bit too far now. We can't stop no wind. We can't stop this pain. We can't stop this tragedy or whatever it is in the family. You got a (laughs) right. And I might add, you don't just do this. Every day, you do it when the Spirit of God come upon you. You're inspired by the Holy Ghost. See, I'm, I'm inspired right now by the Holy Ghost to share the exchange with you. You're sitting up under a prophet anointing right now. That's what you're sitting up under. Man, it took me a long time to say that. I used to wouldn't even want to open my mouth. But I'm just sharing this with you. When you have deep, intimate knowledge of him. Next verse, Casey. By having the eyes of your understanding flooded with light. What you think you going to, what kind of light you think? We're not talking about these artificial light. Light into the kingdom. Light into his way. How he think. How he create. Hmm? What he empowered you to do. Lord, but there's danger right there. Well, go and stop it. Speak to it. That's how you stop it. Speak to it. Hmm. You remember Jesus? He said, for this purpose was I, the Son of God, manifest that I might do what? Destroy the works of the devil. So should I say, Father, let this cup pass me? He had full trust in his Father. That's what the Holy Spirit does. It puts you in a place to where you'll not be making decisions without him. You'll not be moving without him. You're like a barefooted priest. You're making steps carefully by the Holy Spirit. Hmm? By having the eyes of your understanding flooded with light, so that you may what? Know and understand the hope to which he has what? calls you. Wow. By having the eyes of your understanding, when you have deep intimate knowledge of him now the eyes of your understanding is in life say no that's not of my father oh no, no 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 don't blame that on my God that's not my God oh no that's not my Lord no no oh no no you have evidence to prove to them what your God does you have evidence you be the proof you the evidence because he's living inside of you and I See God just can't come down here and just and just throw his weight around. Jesus just can't show up and just throw his weight around. Cuz he bound himself with his own word. Oh, but he can work through you and I if we let him. He could still rule and reign, but he's doing it through us because we are a willing living sacrifice. Amen. Amen. That's right. Irrevocable. He tied himself. He bind himself that way. Are you following what I'm saying? God has no other way of working through people, work or getting his work done, but through you and I. That's why you have the Holy Spirit present with you. He wants to lead you. He wants to guide you. Would you let him lead you? In the way he wants you to go. So that you can know and understand the hope. That hope is expecting what he's expecting of you. That means it's not a blind hope. It's not a hope to say, well, I wish this would happen for me. No, this hope is expecting and that's what faith is. You are not in faith until you have some expectation. Hope gives you a positive impulse to your imagination to expect. And that's why faith, that would give faith its, its, uh, its power. Hope gives faith its power. So once you see in the spirit, once you once you have, once the Holy Spirit has assist you, or, or, or led you, or counseled you. His other name is, he's a strengthener. He will strengthen your inner man for boldness. That's why we have that scripture that people love to quote. Uh, what is it? I don't, let's see. Is it in Ephesians where it says, I can do all things. Is that right? A court, a, a, I can do all things in him, and in, in him that what strengthened me. But that see, that strengthened me, you say I can do all things through Christ. I think it's Ephesians 113. I, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthened me. But notice this that that is for the purpose, for the call, for the thing that he has at hand. We use that as a universal scripture. Philippians 4.13. What did I say? Ephesians. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. That's that's what the Holy Spirit is. Christ is the anointing of Jesus. Christ is not his last name. It's the anointing. It's that burden removing, yoke destroying. That's the Holy Ghost. We could just say the Holy Spirit in us Strengthening me. (laughs) I didn't do no injustice to the scripture. I could prove it to you and put this up here, Casey. Uh, Ephesians 3, 17. Or is it 16? Let's see. Ephesians 3, 17. That is. May he grant you out of the rich treasure of his glory to be strengthened, reinforced with mighty power in the inner man. That's your soul, Sha. By the Holy Spirit himself indwelling in your innermost being and personality. Oh, la, 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 la. Are y'all seeing this? My time is almost up. Huh? What time it is? Huh? 7.40? Oh, we got five minutes. Are y'all getting this? Mm. May he grant you out of the rich treasure of his Glory. You know, the the Lord rich treasure. What you think is in that treasure? That wisdom. We are not talking about money. We talking about wisdom. We talking about knowledge, revelation, knowledge. We talking about understanding. Man, when you got that, you got all of the wealth and everything else that it takes. This is a prayer. That you and I ought to be praying all the time for ourselves and for your, and for others that are in the body of Christ. That he may grant you out of the rich treasure of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced. Think about that. Reinforce. Your spirit don't need to be reinforced. It's, already, it's always engaged. But in my soul, I got to be reinforced. Sometimes I get a little cheeky. You know what I'm talking about? You know, fear want to set in. Doubt want to set in. Unbelief want to set in. Double-mindedness wants to set in. So you see what he said, that you be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit. That's why we pray in tongues. What am I doing? I'm being reinforced. I'm being strengthened. Another word for strengthening would be empowered. Another translation say that you may be empowered in your union. Amen. Are y'all can y'all see that? Did y'all receive that tonight? I'm done. <laughs> Amen.